This is Horns Up. I'm Animesh. And I'm Peter. And today it's time for some, well, I really don't know how to categorize this band. What do I do know is that some call them post-metal, some call them black metal, some even call them avant-garde metal, some call them alternative metal. All I know is that Celeste from France is fucking heavy. And we've got the band's vocalist, Johan, with us. Johan, how are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. Nice to meet you. I have to ask, have you become tired yet with all the genre talk that's become a part of almost every write-up and conversation with you guys? Oh, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> that's okay. I, I know uh, people need labels to, um, I mean, need to label bands. So, I mean, uh, you can use anything you want. That's fine. But in, uh, at, the end, at, at the end, we're still Celeste. So. Yeah. As long as the CD is found in the right section, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we have uh, an homonym, uh, a girl uh, singing in um, in the UK. So hopefully the, nobody mix up us with her. Yeah, and actually it, it's strange because when I was looking up, right, uh, and I just looked up Celeste, mm-hmm. immediately in search results, I got all the search results on Google for a soul singer. Yeah, and, right. She's quite famous, to yeah, be honest. And, and, and I was just thinking, like, well, at least when you can look up on Google, you can actually see pictures and stuff. But what happens on, like, social media, right? When people, like, tag you or message on Facebook. Has that ever happened? Like, Yeah, sometimes like- sometimes there, there are some mix-ups. But uh, hopefully, we uh, first of all, we write our name with the full capital letters. So it helps people to get uh, who, who's who. And anyway, if, uh, uh, if there are some mistakes, it could be funny sometimes. I mean, hopefully some, some people seeking for this girl are going to end up uh, listening to some heavy metal. So yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> not bad for a shock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, we're here largely to talk to you about your sixth studio album, Assassin, which kind of feels like it's a brand new chapter for the band itself, right? I mean... It's a debut on a bigger label. And in interviews, it's been said that the album itself is by far the band's most diverse and most accessible work. Does it feel like a new chapter for you guys? Was that the MO, the mission objective? It was definitely. Um, the idea was to make something brand new. Uh, not that we didn't make anything new before, but uh, we did understood that some people thought that we were almost always doing the same thing which is actually fine for us. I mean, uh, we are building our sound since a while and we're pretty happy with what we do. So we didn't feel the need before to um, make some kind of breakthrough. But uh, I don't know, for this one, it feels it felt like uh, we must do something very different. And that was the intention anyway. And maybe also the fact to uh, sign with a new label uh, was also um, a good, good opportunity to, uh, to propose something different. Uh, so for us, it's a breakthrough, uh, to be honest, from what we've re- uh, read, uh, different reviews and so on. It feels like uh, everybody um, say that we still sound like Celeste, which is a good thing um, in a way. But we were hoping that uh, people would, would be like uh, really um, surprised <clears throat> that um, the, um, our sound would be uh, so different, which is not the case. And uh, and I mean, I feel like everybody still considers us as a really, really easy band, which we don't feel like. But I mean, I can I can complain. Uh, I'm happy with um, 
any uh, critics or uh, all the all the different ways people are are just uh, apprehending uh, the stuff we do. So as uh, as long as people enjoy what we do, listen to the stuff we do, I'm fine with that. But for us, it's a really really new thing. We've uh, it was I mean the main idea was to uh, to experiment new things, which we've done. Uh, uh, with a lot of patience and um, we've, for our side, we've, we, we took a lot of risks. And I have to be honest, because I've been listening to you guys for a while. So when I got the promo from Nuclear Blast, I was like, wait, is this the same band? I had to kind of do a double check and look up. And I was like, the moment I hit play on the songs, I was like, yeah, fuck it. It's the same guys. So cool. w- one thing I really enjoy about Celeste is, you know, the concepts, right? About your album. I mean, uh, I did love reading up on the concepts of the previous album. So I must ask, uh, is Assassin's also a concept album? I mean, could you tell us? Because I tried like looking up the song titles. They're all French. Google yeah. Translate again was not much help. So, Of course, it's difficult. Um, I don't know why I don't like the the, the term uh, concept album, but I have to admit that, yeah, that's a term that um suits well uh, what what we are doing um so yeah the, there's i mean what what's important for me is, is that the music itself the artwork the album title uh, make all together as a whole so in a way yeah that's that's a concept and also i i really enjoy the the idea that um, you can feel that there's a link between every uh, every different albums and that hopefully uh, it's open to interpretation so um, even if you're, you're wrong I don't mind uh, but I, I'm interested that you try to uh, to uh, <clears throat> to see the whole picture and, and to think uh, to uh, wonder uh, okay what what those guys are, are, are talking about and uh, what kind of emotion do I feel when I listen to uh, what what does what what kind of questions uh, the, does it bring to me? So let's play a song from the album. Which song do you think best represents the album? And we'll play that one out. And that's difficult. I would say two. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I would say uh, the first one because it's still a metal song. But uh, to my opinion, there's so many new elements, such as the the, the drums patterns at the beginning. And uh, maybe for me, the last one, uh, because uh, there's, I mean, almost all the elements we've put in this record are, are also on that song. And uh, there's some kind of post-rocky um, elements, which are quite new also for us. And um, I really uh, enjoyed the, the end of that song and also the fact that there's um, uh, female vocals, which is also something really new. So it's, uh, I mean, it's a good way to, uh, to, to pretty much understand where we were trying to go uh, through this album. All right. So what we'll do is, uh, since you picked two songs, let's play one right now and then we'll come back, chat a little bit and play the other one later. First up okay. is the first song you mentioned, which is, and I'm butchering French because I don't know how to speak it. Please do it. Please do it. Torrent de coups. Is that correct? It's really nice. Yeah. Thank you. That is the opening song Congrats. from Celeste's sixth studio album. It's called Assassin. It's called De Torrent de Coups.
I'll be honest. When I first heard you guys, like I could instantly tell that Celeste was a French outfit. Weirdly, the sound has become one of the signature sounds for bands from France. Uh, do you agree or disagree? Um, uh, both, because I, I disagree in a way that uh, we've been doing that for I think now it's like sixteen or seventeen years. The first album is really different from what we are doing right now, but that's something we've been building since day one. And uh, I mean, first of all, we, we, we've been evolving in the punk hardcore scene, you know, which is really different from the metal scene we are evolving in right now. Uh, and um, and we had like no influences. Uh, and I, I still think we, we don't really have some. So I mean, maybe we have like, there's like a French touch, but uh, I think it comes more from a cultural cultural background than uh, just uh, like um, being influenced altogether in a, in a way, you know. Uh, but I mean, if you stick to this idea, the cultural background, then yeah, you, you understand why maybe there's, um, there's something that influences the way we are writing music and the way we are writing melodies, especially, because I think that uh, what you get and try and finally uh, hear in uh, every different French bands is the way we, we uh, do write melodies. I, I mean, I guess it also depends when you listen to the song, right? At times, for me, it leaves that very melancholic kind of feeling uh so and i think yeah. that's the kind of thing right i mean just to name another french band i still yeah remember. definitely and uh, i i'm used to say that maybe what we all have in common is uh romanticism which is uh i mean pretty much a good part of uh, our cultural background uh, not that we've been um, conscientiously uh, been uh, influenced by that but, but but it's everywhere in our in our society and um, so I'm pretty sure that uh, that uh, maybe it's uh, where it's coming from. Now, one thing I really enjoy and I like about your album cover art is it's always photographs, and I believe you're the person responsible for it. So yeah, right, yeah, like, and it's really cool, also, right? Especially for those who buy CDs, because to actually see a photograph and things. So since I have you uh, at our disposal. Uh, what was the approach this time around for the artwork? Uh, actually, it's pretty much always the same approach. Uh, that's something I'm I'm working for uh, for a while. Um, to be honest, uh, as long as, uh, as soon as I finish an artwork, I'm starting to uh, to work on the next one. So uh, the full process for that one was almost four five years, uh, four years because it's done since a year already. Um, so I start to think um, about uh, some concepts, some ideas, and uh, I, let, I, let, I let them sit for a little bit and see um, if I, after a few months, I f- still think they are good. If I still they are not so good, then I think about new ones. And um, when I, I finally stop on one main, main idea and some concepts around it, uh, then I try to um, find the, the good people to work with because I do uh, the I would say the artistical direction, but I uh, I don't do the photographs by myself, so I always need to to work with them with someone. So then I spend a lot of time on the internet to seek for the, the right person, which 
takes a while because uh, to be honest, I don't like a lot of things. So, and I really know exactly what I uh, what I like and I don't like. And uh, it's almost always the same thing. Uh, I, I'm seeing many boring things, and then all of a sudden, I just uh, stumble upon uh, one really nice artist. Uh, this time, it was uh, Mira Nedielkova, uh, which is a Bulgarian uh, photographer. And uh, so I got in contact with her. Uh, and then we have a, a little chat. Um, she told me first that she's not used to do commission artwork. So it was a bit difficult. But uh, in the end, I explained all my ideas and I felt like that we had a connection. And so at the end, she really uh, got really involved in the, in the, in the artwork. And she even brought her own ideas and, and uh, helped the thing to, uh, to be even better than the, the ideas I had in, in mind first. So as promised, here is the next song from Celeste's Assassin. It's the last one on the album and it's called, again, pardon my French. And please tell me if this is the correct way of saying it. Les soins noir charbon. Almost. Le coeur noir charbon. La croix. Okay. See, I wouldn't know that. Here it is. <laughs>
for a lot of musicians listening to this podcast right now they're going to be very jealous of you cuz next week you're actually performing gigs uh, all across eastern europe and even russia and in march you're performing in uk so but so far it's not 100% sure because you know uh, you don't know what's going to happen i mean uh Fingers crossed, I mean, man all, yeah, all of a yeah. sudden we can say okay uh, everything is shut down and you have to stay home so so far it, it seems good i mean next week we're gonna go on a little tour um, a week in uh, russia and um, central europe that's gonna be the warm-up for us for for the next tour which is the, the big one in march 30 30 days uh, with conjurer from the uk so yeah we are super lucky but um, i don't want to say too much and <laughs> bring bad, bad luck because I wouldn't like to be like in 10 uh, two weeks uh, be crying at home because everything would be just cancelled but um yeah if it does happen we're going to be one of the few uh, on tour in Europe which is really convenient because uh, let's be honest um there are many bands who, who try to go on tour right now because uh, everything is postponed for like one two two years so uh, there's almost a traffic jam uh, to, uh, to <laughs> find some good, good spots and uh, and travel uh, Europe so um, if it does happen yeah of course we're going to be super lucky and we are really looking for looking forward for it to it because uh, being on the road is the thing we enjoy the most by far okay talking about being on the road and talking about your live experiences uh you guys are known for performing in a dark atmosphere with almost no lighting except for uh signature red headlamps right why do you insist on that kind of a setup what do you think it adds to your experience when we started up the band actually just playing uh with the white lights on stage they they, they really didn't care about uh the live aspect that's uh, enough but i didn't never felt the, the same way um previous band i was always thinking that uh when you go uh, to attend a show uh, it's even if you play in a squat the uh, floor show for 10 or, or 15 people uh, you have to bring um, a kind of enhanced uh, experience so it started up with the the red headlamps uh, then we've uh, had some strobes the smoke machines and so on and uh, the idea uh, behind that was to say okay we we uh, we want to do some very very violent music uh, so let's find some ways to uh, to um, to show a very violent performance and uh, so that was part of it uh, in playing in darkness uh, using all, all, almost only red lights which is quite op- uh, oppressive was where the first ideas and um, we stuck to it uh, until now Uh, now we are i mean years after years we, we've tried to uh, to improve the things uh, put some more lights uh, have some people work with us to uh, improve the, the 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 live set and um it's going to be the same one the, the same thing for for that album uh, we've been working a lot on the live aspect and the idea is to um, to propose a very immersive um experience Uh, I really want people to uh, come at our shows, uh, just show up, go in front of the stage and then just lose their mind and just wake up uh, an hour later and feel like okay what the fuck what the fuck happened. That's a brilliant way of putting it and I hope you guys really get to do that because that Hopefully. will be a good experience especially for somebody 
who's coming out of the pandemic and going for the very first gig imagine that wow that'll be yeah. a complete head rush <laughs> true true all righty so on that note it's been an absolute treat talking to you johan thank you so much thank for you. taking some time out and chatting with two boys from bombay india thank you thank you so much for you we're going to come by someday hopefully fingers crossed So why don't you guys go and check out the new album from Celeste and come back and let us know what you thought about it. We are all ears. We are at hornsuppod.com or you can find us on Twitter at hornsuppod. As always, I'm on Twitter at asmoani. I'm at trendcrusher and this was Hornsup. Hornsup guys. <laughs>